0: What's up guys? You're, this is my first episode of my new podcast called Sports Talk with Howard Argo. I was supposed to have a special guest, which you guys will see a few episodes later on. But we had some, commu- some difficulties, so we didn't, you know, I had to do the solo for my first episode. So let's get right into it. We're going to talk about NFL news, which first one I saw. Was Joe Flacco getting getting picked up by the Jets? Which, if you guys don't know, Joe Flacco was an MVP, was a Super Bowl MVP for the Baltimore Ravens when they beat the 49ers 34 to 31, which was a great game. I was there, or I wasn't there. I watched it because I'm a Ravens fan, but it was a great game. And he did really good at the time. He got a big contract later on. And he kind of fell downhill. Well, last year he played for the Denver Broncos for his first year not being on the Ravens. And he got injured in a game against Colts. Did something to his neck. And now the Jets picked him up for him to be a backup to Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold hasn't been the promising, most promising QB. So, my thoughts on this... Pickup from the Jets is, I think it was a smart pickup. You need a QB to back up Sam Darnold. But Joe Flacco is inconsistent. He might have a good year, he might have a bad year. Last time he had a good year was in 2012 2013 when the Ravens won the Super Bowl. In my mind, that was the last time he had a good year. Last year with the Broncos, he had a decent year, but he still wasn't consistent. He still wasn't doing great. So, if I were them, I would maybe play him a few games to see how he dies. But still, I don't know how he would do as their starter. But I think he that was a good pick by them. I think it was. It was a pretty good pick. Pick up that they needed. Which is, you know, pretty... It's, it's decent, I thought, but... Yeah, that was my thing on the issue. Alright, now another thing I'm going to look at is... I saw in NFL News, the best... I'm going to look at triplets from every NFL team. I'm going to rate them in my mind. So, the first one that pops up is the Washington Redskins. With their triplets, Dwayne Haskins, Adrian Pearson, and Terry McLaren. Well, Terry is, he's doing really good, hold on, he's doing, my my bad, I'm sorry about that, he is a really good player, he did some great plays last year, I feel like he could be, you know, he could be a real good future for Washington, but Dwayne Haskins was really inconsistent, doing didn't have a great game and Anderson Pearson wasn't the best which I have to say Adrian Pearson's prime is no longer, it's gone He is no longer on his prime he's no longer how as good as he used to be Terry McLaren is just starting his prime if he had a decent better QB, he would be a star he would be fabulous he would be awesome, he would be one of the best in the league Dwayne Haskins, he was a rookie last year, so maybe, you know, he's just He had brookie fear. He could could be better. Hey, in a few years, he might be a franchise QB. We don't know. But I feel if I was Washington, I would pick up a different QB. They do trust Dwayne Haskins, but they do have Kyle Allen, I think, behind him. to Just in case Dwayne Haskins screws up next year and just plays horrible. But, I mean, Adrian Peterson, there's nothing to say there. He's not a great player. Or he... He was—he's not as good as he used to be. When he was on Minnesota, he was absolutely great. He was a force to be reckoned with. But now he—he's just rusty. He's not as good as he used to be. He's—he's he's rusted. But I—I I still think he's good. He's just not a top-tier player, you know? He's not like he used to be. He's not top-tier. Well, the next tier, and the next one I saw, is the Jaguars with Gardner Minshew, Leonard Fournette, and DJ Chark. Well, this one I actually love. I think it's a very underrated, I thought. Oh, and Washington Redskins, I forgot to rate it. I rate that a 3. Terry McLaren, he's really good, yes, but he he can't do it by himself. The Jaguars, this one is very underrated. Gardner Minshew, is, I saw a thing earlier today. He had 350 scrambling yards. That is the second most in the NFL behind you guessed it, Lamar Jackson with 430. He is, he's good. He's a great rusher, if you ask me. He is absolutely great. Let me see if I can pop the thing up again. that I saw, but he was—he's an absolute—he's a monster. I don't think it was yards; it was 350 something. But he's the second most best scrambler in the NFL. Last year, if I remember, wasn't he a rookie? I think he was just a rookie. And he—he's great. He's a great scrambler. He can pass the ball. He's everything they need for the thing. He's the, he's everything they need for a QB. You know they had like Bortles didn't go out as they used to be. He was good at a time when he was like he, he was like Joe Fiedler and all that. He, he's a good player. Or he was a good player. And now they have Gordon and Minshew to take his spot after Nick Foles was kind of a downhill last year. And the next is Leonard Fournette, which isn't a bad he's not a bad running back at all. I love the kid. But I don't think he is top, top top-tier material. Like I said, he's, if you ask me, he's in like the medium. Like, he's a great player. I love him. But he is not up there yet. DJ Chark, I feel like is very underrated. He's like a Julian Edelman. Everyone, if you think of a top-tier wide receiver, you don't say his name. No one says his name. Just like Julian Edelman, if you'd be like, yo, who's, top, who's the best wide receiver? Top, top five wide receivers in the NFL. Everyone would be like Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, Tyreek Hill. If we said a few years ago, "Rudolph Beckham. Um, and more, and on and on. But I'm telling you, no one would say Julian Edelman or DJ Chark. And you may be like, Howard, don't compare those two. DJ Chark is not as good as Julian Edelman. Or if you looked at last year. DJ Chark put up great numbers. I had him on my fantasy team, and he was the only person on my team that carried me to a win for like three weeks. Everyone on my team was trash except him. He was a monster. He was great. He's a great player overall. He's fast, he can catch, he's everything that they need. So, yeah, they have a great. Grade three, they have Gardner Minshew and R. Fournette and DJ Chark. I feel like this team can actually do something in the future. I think it's gonna take a while, but I think they can do something. Well, the next is the Dolphins, which this one, ooh, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick, Matt Breda, and Devante Parker. Now, how I feel about that one? Ryan Fitzpatrick, last year he had a in the beginning of the year he did really bad, but in the end of the year he did really good. Devontae Parker, he did, He was he's a beast, I've been saying, he never really showed himself, you know, he was always like a number, he was behind Jarvis Landry and Kenny Stills, he never really showed his potential, he was already that, he was always undershadowed. You know, he's always, no one thought he was real potential. Until this year, when he was on his home he blew up. But they had no other wide receivers. Like, who, who's really behind him, huh? I don't even know who their second back run wide receiver is. really you know, like Albert Wilson or something. Devontae Park was a number one wide receiver. And he showed it. He did, he did great things for them. He just in not bring it to the playoffs but he did really good don't say I'm wrong he did really really good and the next one is Matt Breda I didn't really look into the guy that much but you know um, I heard he's, a, he's a decent running back from what I heard he's not the best he's a solid runner you know uh, no matter from what I know He's a solid runner, but I don't know if he'll get the starting spot because of Jordan Howard, which in my mind is very underrated. Jordan Howard is just a beast. He will tear the house down. I know that for a fact. He played for Chicago. He did really good, and for some other reason, they got rid of him. To Eagles, which he kind of didn't blow up, but I feel like he's going to blow up dolphins. That's if they're flying, can give them holes, he can run up. Well, the next one is the Bears. next Nick Foles, David Montgomery, and Alan Robinson. I love this. I love this one from what just Nick Foles one helped the Eagles win the Super Bowl, but after that. He's kind of been staying low. Last year, he got injured. Didn't do great. But I feel he, he can do something big for the Bears if he's not injured. You know, he can do pretty good. If possible. Put him in. He can play. Play good. And yeah, he can be a big, a big thing. David Montgomery didn't have the best season, I don't think, last year. But I every time I looked at him, I had to like the kid. He's fast. Basically, what you want in a running back, and they he's everything you need as a running back, in my mind. In my mind, and then Alan Robinson don't get me started on him. He is a great player. He's over. If Nick Foles can hit him like more than once with the ball, like with a good pass, and then it, it's over. Bears can make it to the playoffs again and possibly. Win a division. Don't want to go too far, but they could possibly win a division. The next one: Jared Stidham, Sonny Michelle, Julian Ellman. <sighs> I don't know what to say about this one. I have not seen Jared Stidham play. You know, he, he I heard he played for a little a few games. But Bill Belichick is actually very proud. He, like he's he he, he, he he's sticking to him. You know, they gotta picked a new QB. They could have kept their first round draft pick and probably picked a QB. They would have found someone they would have picked, a, they could have picked a QB but from what they did they traded their first round pick. Once when I saw that happened I knew right away they're confident in him. They're confident in Jared State. Why would they pick, up, pick a QB like third fourth round if you could pick one first round and I knew they're keeping Jerry. they're keeping, so I hope maybe he can do good for them this year, maybe not, and yeah, maybe he can be a big thing, well, the next one is Sonny Michelle, Sonny Michelle's a great player, I love the kid, I don't really think he broke out, I really don't like it, like, I know he's, he's good and all, but i what I feel is, you are just away seeing what like if you don't want James, why get rid of him? There are teams that can take the guy. They they can do great things with him. like, all oh, for the Ravens, I'm a Ravens fan, but I hate seeing RG3 on the bench. He's not he's not really going to get that much starting time with Lamar Jackson, and he's getting better. He's a great QB in my mind. He's getting way better. He is becoming a better. T- he's being like he was in 2012. He's getting better and better and better. Let's so fire them. Trade him to a team who needs a QB. Trade him to a team for something that you need, so you you don't use him. He's a second string QB. Or if you don't want to trade him, trade Tracy McSorley. Or you can trade one of those two for a position you really need, like a wide receiver. You can trade him a QB for a wide receiver. Because in my mind, I'll just observe just real quick. From what I saw in the draft, it made me really mad. You see, in the second round, the Ravens picked J.K. Dobbins. I don't know why? They had they have Mark Ingram, who's the number one running back. They have Gus Edwards, who's an absolute absolute beast. They have Justice Hill, who's fast and quick and shifty. You don't need anyone else. But what we did need was the wide receiver. And guess who got picked? Four picks after J.K. Dobbins probably the most underrated wide receiver in this draft, Denzel Mims. So you're telling me the Ravens could have picked Denzel Mims in the second round and possibly just picked possibly the biggest steal in the NFL draft. And instead they picked J.K. Dobbins. I'm not mad about that, you know, J.K. Dobbins can actually be something great. But he's behind Mark Ingram, we we don't we don't need another running back, right? What do we need? A wide receiver. We have Marquise Brown, Miles Boykin. Next year they this is going to be their second year next year. And we also have Willie Snead. We need we are in desperate needs of a wide receiver. And who's better than Denzel Mims? No one is better than Denzel Mims in that draft. He is exactly what we need. Exactly what we need. It is it's hundred percent that is what we need. But now we pick J.K. Diamonds instead. Well, let's get back to the Patriots thing. The other guy is, like I said, a very underrated wide receiver. He's a beast. He is absolutely great. Julian Edelman. A lot of people say he sucks, but this guy me being a Ravens fan, I've seen him plenty of times in the playoffs. He is clutch in the playoffs. He's like that one wide receiver. It's like 3rd and 15. They need a prayer. Tom Brady pulls back. Throws it. He's not throwing it to Danny Amidala. He's not throwing it to anyone else except maybe Gronk and Julian Edelman. And sometimes he'll throw it to Gronk. Gronk may catch it. But usually every time when you need a deep third down conversion, Julian Edelman finds a way open, catches a remarkable throw, could be 70 feet above his head, and somehow that kid catches it. He's an absolute beast. And everyone's like, no, Julian Edelman sucks. Jul- Julian Edelman's so overrated. No, he's underrated, y'all. He is a beast. He's a god. Or he's not a, he's, he's a good player. He's one of the best wide receivers in Patriots history. And I know Patriots fans, if everyone would look at me and be like, <coughs> Randy Moss, <coughs> Randy Moss, Randy Moss, <coughs> Randy Moss, Randy Moss, Randy Moss, Randy Moss. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Randy Moss. Now look at him, I right? heard. What team did he play better on? The Vikings? With Patriots. Your honest opinion, who does he play better for? In my mind, he played better for the Vikings. In my mind, he did. He played better for the Vikings. He was a great player for the Vikings. And he did good. He was pretty good for Patriots as well, but I'm telling you, he was better for the Vikings. Of course, not gonna lie. Well, let's look. He played for the Patriots for three years, 2007 through 2010. How long have Julian Edelman played for him, huh? Brandon played for three years and you're saying he's the best wide receiver in the Patriots history. How long have Julian Edelman been whipping his butt for this company since 2009? And everyone says, oh, he sucks. Yeah, he might suck. He, he, if you think he sucks, look at how much he did. And he got drafted in the seventh round of the 2009 draft. And he's a three time Super Bowl champion, a Super Bowl MVP, and a 2010 Old Decades team. He was a Super Bowl MVP at a wide receiver. You usually never see stuff like that. A wide receiver being MVP, it's usually a QB every time. A QB is usually an MVP. I, mean, I don't know why, but he is. He is usually the top guy. But now, Tony Edelman was a VP, and he's a wide receiver. Just think about that. But I don't know, did he score? No, he didn't score. He caught 10 passes for 141 yards. That's not that bad. He also won the England Patriots 2010's all-decade team. didn't make a Pro Bowl. didn't make a Pro Bowl. But he's a really good player overall, and uh, just that—he's that beast. And he's 33 years old. Just, just think of that—33 years old, and he's playing like he is now. Oh my God! Well, anyway, right, let's get back to the, you know, triple that. Well, for the Jets, Sam Darnold, Le'Veon Bell, and Jameson Crowder. <sighs> Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Was good in college. That's all I can say. He was good in college. He didn't show any positive sign for the NFL yet. And he has I think he played for USC. USA. He was really good then. that's it. He's not showing it anywhere else. The Jets? Last year, the Jets, he missed some games, because what did he have? He didn't have the flu. No. He didn't have anything really, really bad. No. What did he have? The Kissing Disease. Yeah, he had mono. He had mono. Out of everything you can get, he had mono and had to miss games. You're joking me. Well, the next guy is Lady on though. I thought Lady Bell was gonna do great last year. Maybe he would lead him to like a playoffs. Maybe, maybe a good, decent record. You know, nine seven. You know, maybe do something. We're good for him. Well, let's look at his stats from what I, from year every year. All right, let's just look at this. Two thousand seventeen. He his stats were one thousand yards. 200, 1,291 yards. He averaged 4 yards to carry. 9 touchdowns. 85 receptions. Last year. He had 255 attempts. 789 yards. and then even hit the 1,000 yard barrier. And 3 touchdowns. Last year. He sucked. I hate to say it, but he sucked. He didn't do good at all. His possession rank was 21. Out of 32 teams, he is 21st at a running back. And I bet you, if you looked down a little bit later, he would have been, like, you bet you, if you looked down, best. One of the best by winning the Look so at his attempts. His attempts, he tied with 11th, 255 yards. Running yard, or with attempts, yard 789, 23rd. TDs, he was tied with 33rd, with three yards. An average yards was 3.2, 46th in the NFL. And this guy used to be in the Pro Bowls? No, nah, you're lying. This, this can't be the lady on Bell. we knew back when he played with the Steelers. Is it actually him? No it can't No this is a different Lady on Bell. This is not the Lady on Bell from 2017. It it can't be. This cannot be the Lady on Bell from 2017. Yeah I I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. This was not him. This is not the same guy I can't this is not the game with the same guy. Mm-mm. I refuse to admit it but I refuse. He was a pro bowl in 2017. His first time a team wall probe in 2019 he couldn't even hit a thousand yards. He couldn't hit a thousand yards. Oh brother. Mmm. Yeah, you know, he almost had more receiving yards than he did at rushing yards. That is sad. So in total, he had four touchdowns. But let's look at him in 2017. In total, he had 11 touchdowns. Yeah, this isn't the Lady Young now. Nope, this is not the Lee Young that would tear apart my team every year. It's not. This is not the medium Bell that played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Anyways, I don't wanna run on On Bell. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Jameson Row. Well, when we played the Jets this year, when the Ravens played the Jets, we smacked. And anyone remember that game if you're like a Ravens or Jets fan Jets fans, I'm sorry about that. Hey, we had to win the AFC North. What do we do? We win the AFC North in fashion. Anyways, Jameson Crowder was the only good player that game for the Jets. He was beating he was beating Marcus Peters. If you know Marcus Peters, you know Marcus Peters is probably one of their best corners in the NFL. Jameson Crowder was beating him and Marlon Humphrey. That is talent. That is Pro Bowl right there. It's just he's on the wrong team. Put him on a team with a good QB, and he's, he'll make it to Bowl 100%. But they're not going to do that. They get rid of Robbie Anderson, but they won't get rid of Jim Crowder because they know he's the only talent they have. Now let's go to the next team, the Broncos. Oh, looking at this team. I love it. Drew Locke. He's going to become something special in my mind. Last year, he almost brought him in the playoffs. If he could beat, the Chiefs were the Super Bowl champs. If he could beat them, they would have made it to the playoffs. And I was actually cheerful for him. I was like, maybe they can actually beat the Chiefs. Maybe. This would be the biggest upset. Which they didn't. Their defense held on for a little bit, but their offense couldn't do anything. And their defense couldn't hold for the rest of the game. And their defense just ended up getting shut down by Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. And you know, some of Samuel Watkins, but. Uh, Drew Locke, I feel like he's gonna be very talented, very good. Melvin Gordon, we haven't seen much of him, I don't think. Let's look at stats. I don't think he has been doing he had been doing really good for like really good for the NFL. But I think he will be pretty good for them, decent at least. Yeah, last year he had 612 yards, eight touchdowns. Six hundred twelve yards. Um, let's see. Did he make a Pro Bowl? Like, not sure. He made it in two thousand sixteen and last. So for now, he made in two thousand eighteen and two thousand sixteen. I'm not sure he made Pro Bowl. I don't know. Didn't even injured. I think he got injured, so that could have been. Me, but yeah, yeah, I think he got injured. This one is Cortland Sutton. Courtland Sutton. He, he's decent. He's not the best, but he's he's talented they have. Him and the Jerry Judy will tear up the field. You might not agree with me, but I'm telling you. They will tear up to the field. We have a few more before we will end this episode. We will end at number 21, which is the Raiders. So we have the Raiders, the Giants, the Bills, and the Bengals. Some Bengals. Joe Burrow. I haven't seen this kid play in college. I've seen some good plays. But I haven't seen him play in the NFL. None of us have Maybe he can be some good. And Joe Mixon, absolutely a beast. Because their offensive line can get a little bit better. Joe Mixon can get AJ Green hasn't played in a few years. He hasn't become anything top tier. But AJ Green, Yeah, I think he can do it. I think he can tear, tear up this field. with his which are here. And Tyler Boyd's also there. So Joe Burrow has options. John Ross, Tyler Boyd, AJ Green. Oh heck, um... See, that's another good guy right there. We have four really good targets. I hate to say it, but they might have a shot at the playoffs. That do I think they will win the division? No, but they might have a wild card shot, they might. The Bills, this is a one-off, Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a great player in my mind. He is so underrated, but this guy is a beast. He's an absolute beast. He will destroy Mitch, I think so. And when Deleving, Devin Singletary, and I got told we Ravens fan, and they played us, so we barely needed him. Devin Singletary, I remember this was, was this one place, 35. Our defense, they ran him to the left. Devin Singletary ran to the left. It looks like he swarmed up. Yeah. And he swarmed him, and he still got the first down on left, left. Which is absolutely crazy, if as you ask me. And the last one, the last one is Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs is just a star. If we don't remember the Minneapolis Miracle, that's a play I'll never forget because I'm also a Vikings fan. Because of my grandfather. I love the Vikings. Well, he, he, he's going to bring down. Same with John Brown and Cole and I feel like the wide receiver is dangerous. And the last one we're going to end on this episode is the Giants. Yes, and we're going to make it to the Raiders' But you know what, never mind, we'll make it to the Raiders. Let's go. Well the Giants, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barley, Gary Slayton. Daniel Jones was a rookie, took Eli spot. That's talent right there. You took Eli Manning, the goat spot. And also Saquon Barkley didn't play that much. because he got injured last year, he was it. But hes He's Saquon Barkley, come on now. Gary Slayton. Killed last year. Darius Slayton going to Sterling Shepard. Daniel Jones has targets. Daniel Jones just doesn't have an offensive line. But they're working on it. Let's hope that Darius Jones can take a few more time in the pocket. You know, maybe hit Sterling Shepard and Darius. And Darius ah, Slayton. And I just got news. I have to talk about this. Ryan Leaf rested hold. XQB Ryan Leaf got arrested for domestic battery charge former NFL QB current ASB and Ryan Leaf was arrested on Friday afternoon for a misdemeanor domestic battery I will get into that more on my next episode I'm gonna end with the Raiders and then I'm gonna sign off So the Raiders, Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr, Waller. Oh, this is a good one. This one is very underrated. Josh Jacobs is one of the best running backs this year by far. Um, Darren Waller, great tight end. I think he was fifth overall best tight end. So those are two great players. Derek Carr has his moments. He's not the best, but he's not the worst. In my mind, he's a great player. I love the kid. But, st- but I don't think he's absolutely great for this. So, yeah, we're going to end on that note. And then next episode, we'll talk about the other ones in this. The other best triplets in the league. I might get my next I'll get a special guest on here. I do not know. And then we'll talk about Ryan Leaves in more, in more detail with my Leaf in the United So, this was how it on sports talk with Howard Argo. Listen to me. Signing off. Have a great day. Just to let y'all know, stay cool. Love all y'all.